Welcome to the Better Brave Podcast, where you get to hear unique stories from guests like you who choose to live bravely outside of their comfort zones. I'm Candace Dudley, your host, former teacher turned online business mentor and podcaster. This podcast is for you if you're committed to living life on purpose, no more following the rules of society. Go hit the follow button if you haven't yet and tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. Welcome back to the Better Brave Podcast. I'm your host, Candace Dudley, and today I have a special guest here, Robin Richards, Robin and I, we met almost four years ago, I think now at a retreat, kind of a leadership woman's retreat. And I was in attendance and she was a speaker. Um, We've stayed in contact kind of on and off since then. And recently we've been meeting up to talk life businesses, things like that, that we've found we have in common at at our regular meeting time of 5 5 a.m. before our families are up. But Robin, Robin is a lot of things, including a certified meditation teacher. And that's the piece that we're going to be using her expertise on today. I don't know about you, but I, I do know that the ladies in my um, fitness community and healthy living community. And I, if, if we've ever tried to be healthier or we've Googled ways to do this um, meditation always comes up, but it's also something that that I personally find difficult or I get in my own head or I don't think it's working. I can't get into it. And so, um, while I know that there's benefits, I find it really hard to do. Um, and so I know that Robin is going to kind of debunk some myths for us and give us some quick tips and easy things for us to do. So welcome Robin. Can you give us a little bit, um, about your background and story? Thanks Candace. Yeah. Uh, Well, I, I really, as much as it, um, you know, it isn't pleasant. The truth is, is that I came from really painful beginnings, um, significant childhood trauma, which ended up evolving into adulthood into some crippling complex PTSD. Um, and I also suffered some significant ailments within my body because there's an extreme mind body connection, but you know, though my suffering was really intense I was outwardly praised for very high levels of achievement and success. And I always was striving to, to push through. Um, So eventually after basically winning an infertility battle and being gifted with my, my beautiful daughter, the complexities of motherhood really, really broke me. It was kind of the final cake topper that I just, I couldn't manage all of the things anymore. And that break though, was really not a breakdown. It was a breakthrough and it broke me through to an intense level of healing and focus and rebuilding. And through that rebuilding, it has been such an amazing gift because there were so many tools that I not only learned, but began to integrate into my life and into this work But the main tool that has shifted me into this healthy, calm, energized person that I am today is meditation. And it provided me a foundation for giving me space, not only to calm my mind, but to open up to a world around me that I never knew that could be so peaceful and and joyful. That's awesome. Um, so like I said, so many of us have misconceptions about meditation and that it's this really difficult thing. Um, can you kind of speak to those, um, sort of misconceptions, myths that, that so many, so many of us have? 
Definitely. Well, the number one misconception about meditation is that it is the absence of thought. It is not the absence of thought. It is the observation of thought. If we stop thinking, we're dead. So the, the object is not to stop thinking. It is to detach from the thoughts. So imagine laying on a beautiful field on a, you know, on a hill and looking up and there's a blue sky with the white puffy clouds and you're just observing each cloud as it passes through without judgment and attachment to it. The observation of those clouds is, you know, a metaphor for what it would be like to observe your thoughts um, and just letting them pass by without, without truly engaging and letting them inform each other. Another misconception about meditation is that you can just like jump in and do it. Meditation is a practice just as you work with your clients around, um, you know, health and fitness goals, and they have to build up their skills, right? Whether it's a mindset skill or how they're intuitively eating or how they're moving their body, it's, it's a muscle, right? Like that we're working. And so with meditation, it's, it's a form of, you know, the meditation muscle, let's call it that you um, work up to a certain level of stamina. And so when it's uncomfortable in the beginning, like I've heard you say that, you know, many of your, your group members have expressed, that's okay. That's, that's means that you're beginning. It's just like that lactic acid building up in your muscles. It means you're working this new thing for the first time. Um, two other misconceptions are, one is that it has to look a certain way as far as how your body position is. Um, the Buddha actually taught that meditation can take three forms in your body. You can be sitting, but there's also a thing called walking meditation, which a lot of people enjoy, especially out in nature. And the Buddha also taught that you can just lay down and rest. And Candace, truth be told, laying down is how I got into the level that I am right now. And I do occasionally stand, uh, sit in meditation, but um, it just doesn't have to be picture perfect like a lot of people think. And the final thing is that there are many forms of meditation. Um, you know, one that is great for people who um, want have that anxious monkey mind is guided meditation. So where you're listening to somebody's voice and they're guiding you through imagery. Um, but there are others like there's chanting, there's um, mantra meditation, there's mala meditation, which is taking a group, there's beads, there's 108 beads, that's a sacred number in many cultures. And you say a mantra as you move through each bead. And then there's just, you know, there's breath work you can do. And there's also silent meditation. Um, but you have to find the right fit for you, just as when you're entering a fitness program, you have to find the right fit and then you can dabble around. Um, but I hope that that clears up some misconceptions for your listeners. That makes a lot of sense. And I've never related the two before. So, and I'm not sure why, um, what would you say your best tips are for someone that's trying to start out a new practice of meditation? Well, my first, um, piece is I love how you integrated the word practice, right? It's practice makes permanent. I'm, I'm an educator now in the wellness industry, but previously um, I was uh, a high school teacher and I, I just, that phrase practice makes perfect is just, it's not correct. Practice, we're, we're human. We're not going to ever be perfect, um, but practice makes permanent. I actually wrote um, a blog post that is three tips for meditating. 
And um, I prepared a handout for the listeners that I will be available in the show notes that will link over to that. Um, but the general gist of the three tips for meditating blog post is number one, just relax, do what feels right for you, you know, start small to, to build a bigger practice and, and just be open to trying. Um, the second tip is, is breathe. If you focus on your breath, you're essentially meditating to begin with. Um, and then the, the third one is awareness, noticing. So even working on that through mindfulness practices, which I'm also certified as a mindfulness teacher and mindfulness and meditation are, there's like a Venn diagram between them. There's a lot of areas that they merge, but mindfulness is a way to engage in the same type of observation of thought and non-attachment to the thought throughout your day, which as a person that has pretty significant anxiety that can even turn into panic attacks when it's un, unchecked and unmaintained, that, that not only relaxing, but really engaging in noticing has helped me to enjoy my life more. Yes. Um, all right. Should we give one a try? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I just want to say again that this technique that we're about to do is going to be available in Candace's show notes um, so that you can read through it and reference it. But a little background on a technique that we're going to do. So this technique is called square breathing. Um, it actually is a technique that the military uses. The Navy SEALs use this technique when they are in um, really complicated operations in the most stressful situations that any human being can imagine. And in the Navy SEALs, they call it tactical breathing. But the reason that this breath work works, especially in high stress, stress situations, is that it activates your parasympathetic nervous system, which is the one that, so your sympathetic nervous system is the one that does fight or flight mode. And when you're in fight or flight mode, different parts of your brain activate and different parts shut down in order to allow you to escape the proverbial tiger, if you will. But the, the parasympathetic nervous system is the opposite of the sympathetic. And it is the system that allows you in deep relaxation to have your metabolism kicking in, cell regeneration, and allow the more complex parts of your brain to process, which is needed, especially in high stress situations. Um, so how this happens is because we're going to do some deep breathing through this activity and your vagus nerve, which is in your throat is actually going to be, um, activated by, by doing this technique. So to begin, I want you to imagine a square and, um, you know, I invite you to gently close your eyes and imagine a square. And what we're going to do is we're going to trace the square with our breath and we're going to use a count of four. And so we're going to start at the bottom left corner of the, of the square, and we're going to inhale for a count of four, inhale one, two, three, four. Now hold for two, three, four, as you trace the square across and now exhale for four, as you go down the square, and then you hold at the bottom of the square, as you move across for four, 
And we're gonna do it one more time. You go up the square for four, across the square, holding your breath for four, down the square for four, and hold for four. So you can continue to do that breath work um, as, as you'd like, but again, just to repeat, you're going around the square, you're inhaling for four, holding for four, exhaling for four, holding for four. Now, even though with meditation, you wanna go inward and have your eyes closed, this breathing technique can be done even when you are in a situation where you're in traffic and you can't close your eyes and you're not trying to, you know, get into, um, into like a deep inner world, but you're just trying to calm your body. So this is a great tool for immediate relief of anxiety. But what's amazing about it is that as we mentioned that this, these techniques are muscles and they build muscle. If you use this technique as a practice, it actually increases your breathing capacity throughout the day and it creates a higher level of, of calm and presence without doing the, the practice itself. So my recommendation for clients is to try this, right? And to use it as an immediate tool in your toolbox to get you into a calm, focused state, but to also use it as a stepping stone into meditation um, where you can set a timer for one minute and so that, you know, right, you trust the timer, it's going for one minute, but you close your eyes and you just focus on square breathing and moving around that square in what we call it's your mind's eye, right? That internal vision. Um, and you're focused on your breath. I also recommend that this is done breathing through your nose. Um, nose breathing helps calm you in a deeper way than um, any type of, of mouth breathing. And that's again, with that vagus nerve that I was talking about, that's how it gets activated is through um, nostril breathing. And the final piece of my advice regarding this is if four counts feels too difficult or the hold feels too difficult, adjust. This is not, this is not an end all be all. This is about you. This is about listening to your body and your mind and, you know, becoming aware that this is a goal to work up to. I know some people that do it for an even longer periods of counts. You can really play around with it and have fun. This is not a serious thing that has to be perfected. It's about practice making permanent and integrating tools into your life that are going to allow you for what I have experienced, deeper states of stability and joy and presence so that you can really live your best life. Awesome. That's fantastic. I love that we can just use that right away and we can use it in a variety of ways, whether it's to help start our practice or just to use it by itself. That's awesome. Um, Robin, thank you so much. Uh, can you tell us where can our listeners find you, check you out, get more information? Yeah, well, you can find me over on Instagram at robins.wellnest. Um, I also have a wonderful website that continues to grow resources within my blog around, you'll find a tab that says meditation. Um, 
And there's some other resources around complimentary therapies for you as well. And that's over at robinswellnest.com. And again, it's nest like, like a Robin. I'm, I'm, I might be a, a deep into, you know, wellness and all that, but I still have a fun little flair to me. <laughs> and then, um, you always can email me at robinswellnest at gmail.com. Um, because this, there is a meditation that I just posted on my blog recently. Um, that's a gratitude meditation, growing gratitude meditation, which is a great time for especially the holiday season and going into a new year. And if any of your listeners would like uh, a free copy of that meditation with an audio copy with me recording it, they just need to shoot me an email or contact me, like I said, through Instagram or any of the links. I also have a Facebook account. Um, And then I'll give, I'll send them the email of the audio copy. It's uh, just under six minutes and it's a guided meditation focused on growing gratitude. Perfect. And I'm going to link all of that listeners. I'm going to link that in our show notes. So go ahead and check there um, for more information. Uh, Thank you, Robin, for being here. Uh, And to our listeners, I hope you have a better brave day. Hey, thanks for being here. I love being able to highlight entrepreneurial journeys because no two are the same. To grab my free sales page planner or to book a discovery call with me, head to the show notes. Finally, please leave a quick review so I can continue this work. See you next week.